Broadcasting on the Chorus Radio Network and worldwide via the web for over six years, you are listening to The Real Money Show, brought to you by Guildhall Wealth Management. Today in studio, we have the president of Guildhall Management, uh, Paul Wiseman, and vice president, Jeremy Wiseman. Both these gentlemen are well-respected in the bullion community and have been addressing and speaking with the public at large via their seminars and speaking engagements for a combined 21 years. And Guildhall has been helping people uh, the world over since 2002 to purchase and own physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Guildhall representatives are not financial advisors or planners, and past performance of gold, silver, or colored diamonds is not indicative of future performance. The number to call to start investing and get an investment package and sign up for the Precious Metal Advisor, both of which are absolutely free, is one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, therealmoneyshow.com. Jeremy, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, pal. Good. Big news. Russia, Iran. Yeah, this Large. is this is big. Um, essentially, when we look at the U.S. dollar and the implications of what currencies can have on gold and silver, we see that there is a historic $20 billion oil deal between Iran and Russia. Now, what the implications of this is that they are trading with each other and they are not going to be using the U.S. dollar. So we did a we did a, a piece on the death of the petrodollar, as yep. it were, uh, probably about a month and a half ago. You can go to therealmoneyshow.com and find that. And this is just another piece of the puzzle of showing that the U.S. dollar's uh, reign for the world reserve currency is slowly waning and it's going away and what that means is that when we see that that there's this false value in the u.s dollar while they're printing and printing and uh, and all these other countries are moving away and let's be clear this is an attack against the u.s dollar and when we when we look at the market and we see gold and silver doing nothing while the u.s dollar is pretending to have this value yet it's being attacked on all sides and no one wants to use it it means that the U.S. dollars is going to fall. It's going to lose its value. It's probably going to happen quite quickly at some point. And that canary in the coal mine, which is gold, which is silver, is going to move rather, rather quickly. So moving forward into today's show, we want to talk about fiat currencies and how that mm-hmm. works with with, uh, with the trade deal here, how it work, how it affects gold and silver, and we also want to look at some of the other factors that are going to be driving this market, especially since if you're new to the market or you've been watching this market for a year, two years, you would have absolutely no motivation to get involved in this market. You'd say, it's doing nothing. Why would I want to invest in this? Right. It's, it's terrible. Why, you know, short term, what's it going to do for me? But if you go just a little bit beneath the the surface and start to see what's really going on in this market, you you'll start to see the explosive nature that we that is this market and all of the factors that are going to be driving this market forward. And we strongly believe that you're going to see some fireworks in this market. Uh, last week's guest, uh, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, actually spoke exactly about what's happening in the markets with Brazil, Russia. Um, India, the BRIC countries basically, um, and Africa, uh, that are actually formed their own bank. They don't want to trade in U.S. currencies. Now, when you've got $17 trillion of debt like the U.S. have right now, uh, that's on the books. The debt that's not off on the books is Social Security and Medicare, Medicaid, which is somewhere out there in uh, Never Never Land, mm-hmm. which is about another $180 trillion. But if you lined up $17 trillion and saw how much money that really is, it's Im- almost impossible to pay off. So the only way you could actually pay it off is start another war or devalue your currency. And over the last 100 years, the U.S. have basically devalued their currency by about 92%. So... The treasuries, everybody believes the treasuries are owned by all different countries. Uh, The treasuries, a lot of it, most of it is owned by the Fed, which is not the government. It's an independent organization. So what we're looking at is hard assets, hard assets that are going to protect you in some severe times that are coming. Right now, there is a lot of cheap money. Uh, The Fed purchased uh, $85 billion a month what we call, well, I'm not going to say the word, but it begins with C and ends in P, um, of product to help the banks out of trouble. 
it helped the stock market. Stock market. We've created a stock market which is, you know, highs of highs right now. Uh, over the last five years, have moved up, whereas over the last three years, gold and silver hasn't. The stock market has moved up to where it was in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Um, but overall, the people that got knocked out in two thousand eight, two thousand nine was the average. Uh, investor has not got back into the market and seen profits in these markets. Wall Street has seen the profits, the banks have seen the profits, but it's all paper, it's all fiat currency. So when you look at China, India, Brazil, uh, you know, Africa as countries, the BRIC nations, uh, they have lost their trust in the US dollar. And uh, I was watching actually uh, day before yesterday on CNBC Fast Money, and um, McEwen was on, who actually used to own Gold Gold Core, owns another mining uh, outfit, and he's calling for gold over the next three to four years to go up to round about five thousand dollars. He said he would not hedge his mining assets unless it went to five thousand dollars. Now I like following people that make money. I like to follow people that are intelligent, understand this business. It's whether you talk to McEwen or whether you talk to the John Embrys of the world, they understand the marketplace. Gold and silver has beaten, been beaten down pretty badly over the last three years. But if you look over the last 10 years, we're still up 400, close to 400%. So let's look at something over the last 10 years. 10 years ago, if you would have took $10,000 and put it in a coffee can and buried it in the back garden, what would the buying power be of that $10,000 today? You know, you'd probably be about $8,000, $7,000 buying power. But let's take the same $10,000 and if we were to purchase gold or silver, silver, for example, was trading at $4 an ounce, 2,500 ounces would have been $10,000. Even at today's price of just under $20, that 2,500 ounces would be worth $50,000. Even if you depreciate it down, it would still give you a buying power of thirty-five dollars to $40,000 in true, true value. So where are we going to be in the next 10 years? We advise, and as a, not advise, in, you know, we talk to our clients and we feel that gold and silver is going to probably move up to where uh, McEwen says $5,000 gold. It's trading today at $1,300. You know, that's a 300% move. Remember, in four years, that's 300%. And we've had over the last 10 years almost 400% move up. John, why don't you give out some numbers, let people, you know, if they want to call in uh, to us to get an investment package, get our precious metal advisor, which comes out every week, keeps people up to date with what's going on in the market, what's happening in, in the world economies, what's happening in geopolitical situations. A couple of different ways you could do that. Yeah, one eight seven seven eight silver number and therealmoneyshow.com. Uh, Jeremy, one hint of silver's potential is its inflation-adjusted price. Uh, John Williams of Shadow Stats calculated the silver price in June 2014 dollars. July data not available yet. Yeah, this is um, this is coming from an article we put out in last week's Precious yeah. Metal Advisor, and uh, again, you can get that from going to GuildhallWealth.com. And this is from Jeff Clark. He's looking at um, looking at the silver price inflation-adjusted. Okay. In other words, cost. A dollar to buy a coffee over 10 years ago. Today it's costing two bucks. Um, what should the silver price really be? Well, in 1980, the peak of silver, and remember at that peak, there was over 3 billion ounces of, of, silver, of silver above ground, 3 billion people on the planet, China, India, Russia, absolutely not a part of that rocket ship of a, of a market hmm. where, where the wealth transfer was immense. And uh, what uh, what Jeff Clark comes up with through uh, John Williams of Shadow Stats is that to match that peak, inflation adjusted using the proper numbers, not the not the poppycock numbers that uh, the U.S. is using right now to uh, smoke and mirrors this economy, but looking at the at the way they've actually calculated it, silver would go to four hundred and seventy dollars to meet that peak. Now. That seems absolutely extraordinary. Um, some of us don't even want to really compute what that price would mean. In Compared the to the 20 thereabouts that it's currently at, right? It, exactly. But we, we want to – this is, again, peak and inflation adjusted. But we want to look at 
what is actually going to drive the price of silver and what should the price actually be in order for it to be of of a of good value right now it's completely undervalued uh, dr paul craig roberts talked last week saying look the fed and its banks want to make sure that the price is down in in bullion because that way the US dollar looks strong they can keep this ponzi scheme going that can't go on forever and we have to look at what what can happen now if we look at the production costs if we look at the inventory if we look at the demand coming from around the globe if we look at the look at uh, currencies in this trade deal between Russia and Iran you can start to see a lot of things percolating here that mean much much higher prices for bullion how about all in expenses when you talk about production costs cash costs well i think this is something that that McEwen knows mm-hmm. and and this is why he's so convinced that the price is going to move higher and and here's what happens in the last several years, all of the, the, the companies producing bullion, bringing it out of the ground, have been squeezed. Their margins have been squeezed. And silver is already a byproduct of copper, zinc, and gold. So your production costs are all made. Your ability to make money is all at the margins. And when that gets squeezed, 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 what are the results? We're talking plain, simple economics here. If your margins are squeezed... You're searching for new bullion deposits, done. We're not going to go speculate. We're not going to go search for Hmm. new deposits. And if it means we have to shut down production for several weeks at a time, just like car manufacturing, if the orders aren't coming in, Shut her down. Shut her down. Same thing. Send people home. Exactly. So this is what's going to happen. Now, what that means for the market eventually, and this is what this is what we have to understand. If you're listening to this, this is the this is such a crux of this whole situation. If you're going to keep squeezing the mining companies, then that means that their production is going to shut down. That means less product coming into the into the market. It means less potential projects being being created. And you don't just open a mine like like this. So. That means that the supply is going to consistently be tight going forward, which means when the market moves up, when those people out there want to buy silver at forty, fifty, sixty dollars, the price is going to keep going higher because there's no there's no line of of new product coming in. John, we're uh, putting together another seminar. They're always very, very successful. Um, it's actually uh, secrets of wealth preservation. And we're putting on this uh, a seminar on gold, silver, and natural fancy color diamonds. It's going to be on September the 6th, which is a Saturday at 11 uh, a.m. to 1 p.m. It's at the Supreme Luxury Event uh, venue, which is in uh, Woodbridge. And doors open at 10.45. Seating will be limited. If you were interested in coming out to a seminar, really enlightening, it will wake you up to what's happening in the markets and we can do more on a seminar than we can do on a radio show to show you how to invest in gold, silver and natural fancy colored diamonds. Something you'll take advantage of. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver on the real money show dot com. Again, that's a Supreme Luxury Event Venue, eighty three eleven Western Road is Woodbridge is where it is. Register for your space because it is limited. We'll take our first break here on the Real Money Show. And more of the Real Money Show. The number to start investing one eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show dot com and secrets of wealth preservation, silver, gold, and natural fancy diamonds. Saturday, September sixth. This is happening from eleven AM to one PM. The place, the Supreme Luxury Event Venue, that is eighty three eleven Western Road. In Woodbridge, you want to register for your space. Space is very limited. Paul, how do we get an account happening? Plain and simple. Real simple. The first thing you got to do is either pick up that telephone or go to Guildhall Wealth and look and fill out an application. We can get you an account open basically within 24 hours. At Guildhall, we only handle physical gold, silver, platinum, palladium. We are not in the paper business. We don't sell uh, equities. We don't sell certificates. We don't sell ETFs. We don't sell futures or options on futures. We sell the real thing. That's why this show is the real money show. Um, If you want to take home delivery, you can buy gold, silver, platinum, palladium. For home delivery, it's immediate delivery. If you want to open up an account uh, and use our depository, which is one of the smartest things to do, why don't you tell people about the depository, Joe? Sure. The one thing we've we've seen over the last several years in dealing with physical bullion is that people are demanding physical bullion more and more than ever. 
they don't want a certificate from the bank, which is an IOU. It says you take care of that physical. Uh, if I decide I want to take delivery, it becomes uh, questionable. It becomes difficult to go and get your physical product. People don't like pool accounts where it's it, their 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 bullion is may. They don't have a specific bar in there. It's a, again a bit of an IOU in some in some respects, and ETFs in in many respects you're you're buying into it, but you have no right to the bullion that you've purchased. So there's a lot of different ways to get into the market, but we find that people are very intelligent. They want the real thing. They want their serial numbers. They want to know that the scratched bar they put into into a safe place is the scratched bar they're going to get back. Now. A lot of people also understand that if you're going to own a lot of bullion or if you're looking to own, you know, $20,000 plus worth of bullion and, mm-hmm. and store that, that, that's a difficult process, not only logistically, but also security-wise. Do you want to have um, tens of thousands of dollars worth of bullion that is going to be worth a lot more than just tens of thousands in the, in the next few years, we believe? Uh, do you want to have that in your home? Do you want to, do you want to not have that? secured. Even in a safety deposit box, it's uninsured. What we do is we allow clients to have it fully insured and deal with the logistics of buying and selling very easily. We give clients reports on their serial numbers. So they're maintaining possession and that's what this is all about. People want their physical bullion. They want it in their hand. This is the closest you can have to having it literally in your hand. You can go in and visit your bullion and audit your bullion. It's in your possession. You get title documentation. You get your serial numbers. This is what the market demands. This is what it means to have zero counterparty risk. So when we talk about, we're going to talk about bail-ins in a little mm-hmm. while and what that means to the market, that this is so important. So what we offer at Guildhall is the ability to store your bullion, have it on your own skid and your own shelf, nice. allocated, segregated, fully insured. It, there's no better way to have bullion at this time. One eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show.com. Let's talk about, uh, we mentioned this just before the break, and I know, Paul, you'll have something to say about this as well. Low inventory. This is kind of scary compared to the, the levels in the 80s, right? Yeah. Th- so, yeah, I mean, when we talk about the peak in the 80s, mm-hmm. there was billions and billions of ounces above ground. One of the things we've noticed in the last couple of years is that whenever the price of silver or gold gets pushed down a little bit too far, let's say low $19 range, physical buying goes crazy. And we'll talk, we can talk about China and the physical demand out of China, which is just unbelievable. But when the market gets pushed just a little too far, physical demand picks up so much. And what we already see in this market where silver's trading at $20, supplies are tight. Hmm. We wait on product for, for over a month sometimes getting, trying to get it filled. I've, seen, I've heard Paul on the phone with some refiners saying, how come I've placed an order with you and you can't fill it for me? And it's, this has been over six weeks. Now, what do you think is going to happen when physical demand picks up, when the price of silver moves up past $24 and people start really getting on a roll and, and picking up in North America where demand for bullion in people's portfolios is, is less than 2%, I believe? The physical product just won't be available. Dr. Paul Craig Roberts talked about that last week. If you didn't hear the interview, go to therealmoneyshow.com. But he talked about that. All of the physical bullion has gone over to Asia. And even then, their exchange, physical exchange for silver, has been completely depleted. That means that the, when we talk about production and the low productions and lack of, lack of new projects being created, and we talk about the market starting to move up, and there's no, there's not enough physical bullion to suit that demand. If we were to repeat 2005 to 2009 in silver, there just simply wouldn't be enough inventory. Now, with the price of silver at twenty dollars down over sixty percent from its top in in 2011, you've got to be seeing some incredible value here. Wouldn't you have loved to gotten get gotten into the Dow when it was trading at sixty five hundred seven thousand points back in two thousand late two thousand eight? would have been amazing to get on that how many people didn't because they thought it was a scary time how many Mm -hmm. people didn't buy gold in 1976 when it fell from 200 down to 100 these are the times where you want to really do your research really look at the numbers really look behind that ticker tape that you see what we always see it on cp24 as we're taping the show 
you want to get behind those. You want to start to say, okay, is the U.S. economy that great? What's what's going on with the U.S. dollar going well, forward? Well, this is the thing. I mean, can interest rates, rates in the States stay at zero forever? The answer is no. Can wages stay dormant forever? The answer is no. Inflation is here. Anybody that's out there does the shopping, you know, spends any money every single week, realizes they're paying more Big for time. whatever they purchase than they did last year. Uh, they're getting, you know, last year's product at this year's prices. <laughs> it's not the other way around. Most people sell prices, last year's product at this year's prices. This, this, the secret is to understand the market what gold and silver and natural fancy colored diamonds can do to protect your wealth, to protect your capital. You work hard for your money, you deserve to keep it. When countries are printing money every single day of the year, they are confiscating your wealth. They're doing it, you're sleeping at the will. Trust me, they are printing and printing. Now, the only way you can pay that, if, if you had a printing press at home, people listening out there, and you were printing your own money, you'd be in jail in about 24 hours. You know, if you run up all your credit cards, you run up your line of credit, does the bank say to you, enough, it's cut off, but not countries, they carry and carry on printing. It's easy. They're going to run out of trees to mm -hmm. use the paper, and they're going to run out of it. What happens if they run out of ink in the world? They would be bang in trouble. You know, the, the problem is you have to look after your future. You've got to look after your kid's future. I said before, if you were listening in that first segment, $10,000 in cash 10 years ago in a coffee can is still worth is 10000 in paper with buying power, maybe a 7000 That $10,000 worth of gold or silver is worth forty or $50,000 today. Where are we going to be in 10 years' time? Inflation is here. Everything is going to go up. 1%, 2% interest rate on mortgages. What do you think that's going to do to the economy? What do you think that's going to do to the average person? They're going to be walking away from their homes. I saw it in the 70s. I've seen it in the 80s. We saw it in 2008, 2009 in the States where mortgages went underwater, where, where the properties weren't worth anything, yet the banks are still holding these properties on their books because they don't want to show the garbage that they're actually lent against. It's an interesting concept to own gold and silver. You're going to protect your wealth. You're going to protect your kid's future. And we recommend, you know, if you open up a depository account, our, the, the service charge to open up a depository account is 1.3% a year storage on that, as storage and insurance on that hmm. metal. That's one of the cheapest rates out there. We're offering, actually, anybody wants to open up a depository account till the end of December, till January the 1st, 2015, there won't be any storage costs for nice. you. So basically, you've got four months worth of storage, completely free of charge. It's a great time to get in. Silver's rate trading just under $20. Gold is just over $1,300 an ounce U.S., Great, great opportunity, great time to take advantage of these markets. One eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show dot com. Jim, I got a question for you. Please. Silver inventories in China disappearing. What happens if and when they come back to US looking for their lent silver? Yeah, so what what um what you're discussing here and asking about is that the Shanghai Futures Exchange mm -hmm. They deal in actual physical bullion, and when those contracts end at the end of the month, people are taking delivery. And what we've seen is that the physical inventories of bullion, specifically silver on the Shanghai Futures Exchange, has been declining rapidly over the last year. And that means that there is the potential that China could now look towards the U.S. and the COMEX, which is mostly paper-traded, to say – Okay, we need more. We need more more physical silver to meet our demand. In about two thousand, I think two thousand nine, China started allowing its uh, citizens to own silver. It was actually illegal up to that point. And around <laughs> yeah, and around two thousand nine, two thousand ten, I believe they stopped exporting bullion altogether. They just became net importers. We're not quite sure how much they produce out of the ground. It's, a, it's quite a bit, but they're not, certainly not exporting, and they're also refine, refiners. So they are taking in a mass amount of bullion, and one has to ask why. No one, no one just goes about this willy-nilly. There's specific reasons, and I personally think one of the biggest reasons is because anyone 
part of me with half a brain can see that the stock market, especially the Dow rather, is a complete bubble. You've printed, you've created all this money. You've given it all to to the the corporations. They're all just pumping up and buying back their own stock, and everyone's just freewheeling off the off the free money that's coming out of the Fed. And they all just feel like let's all just participate. But at some point, the music stops. Someone's got to find a seat. And are you prepared for when that happens? And the the what happens as a result? If you look at the top. Most wealthy people in the world, I, Hugo Salinas Price as one a billionaire from, from Mexico, you're going to find that they all own physical assets, whether it's jewelry, whether it's art, whether it's gold and silver. They all understand what it means to own an actual asset that's not that has zero counterparty risk. And I think this would be a good segue. We are going to talk about balance. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver and the website is therealmoneyshow.com. Tell me about those. So the... Um, the vice chair for the Fed, his name is um, Fisher, and he, Stanley Fisher, right? Yeah, he was the head of the Central Bank for Israel for a time. He was part of the World Bank for a time. This guy knows banking, big time. And uh, I'm looking at a, uh, this chart of the world, a map of the world right now, and this came out a few weeks ago actually, and it talks about bail-in risk versus safer banks. And when we say safer, we didn't say safe. We said safer Er. banks. And what we're finding from this particular article in a speech he gave uh, called The Great Recession Moving Ahead is that there is no doubt Cyprus was a template. They see that bail-ins worked and they are considering moving forward with with uh, certain legislations that will allow the banks to do that. Now, the FDIC, which is the the insurance company for banks in the states, doesn't like this. But the fact of the matter is, is if banks want to bail in, they can do it. They can go to their um, depositors and essentially stop any any moving any money moving out of their banks. So, when we talk about counterparty risk, when we talk about mm-hmm. protecting your wealth. Are banks that safe anymore that putting $100,000 in cash in the bank is such a safe thing, especially with no interest at this point? Gold and silver might not have done a lot in the last couple of years, but all the fundamentals around them say this market could take off big time. Mark, uh, Sorry, McEwen was talking about the, the price moving up to $5,000 in the next few years. Dr. Paul Craig Roberts talking about those pri- type of prices as well. We see it over and over and over again. And what's the counterparty risk of having cash, having equities, having... Yeah, what can uh, happen to my cash if it's in the bank? It, well, exactly. What's the problem? Well, I, I don't know. My, you might lose it to inflation. You might lose it to banks needing, needing the cash to stay liquid. And um, I can't do that with physical buoyant, right? No, because you don't hold that in the bank. That's why it's so scary. Exactly. So we want to talk about protecting your wealth. You work hard for it. Everyone's thinking about how to make a buck, and yes, but how, what about keeping it? I know for myself... One of the things I love about owning gold and silver is once you have it, it's really the last thing you'd sell. And when you start to realize what its purchasing power is, you say, oh, it's so undervalued. I can get a feel for when I would sell a portion of it. And I think that the wealthy and we follow the wealthy think the same way. It's an asset. It's the last thing you'd sell. It's scary just having money in the bank. The other thing is really important. Jeremy says the last thing you want to sell which is gold and silver. But the thing is, when you do want to sell it, you get paid that day or the next day. You try to sell a stock, try to sell uh, an RSP, try to sell any type of equity, Hmm. whether it's with a brokerage house or whether it's a bank, they're going to hold you up for a week for your money. In some cases, two weeks for your money, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, everything today is electronically traded. You know, they know the stock's there. It's bought today, sold the same minute, you know, the cash should be in your account, but it's not. Um, so gold and silver is real money. It's money that you can actually trade. What happens if currencies, fiat currencies, go completely bad? You know, it happened in Germany uh, in the 1930s before the Second World War. It's happened in Argentine. Uh, it's happened in um, uh, Zimbabwe. I mean, you know, money is just paper printing, printing, printing. Gold and silver, you need to have. 
You can buy one-ounce bars. You can buy 10-ounce bars. You can buy 100-ounce bars, 1,000-ounce bars of silver. You can do the same thing in gold. You can buy one-ounce maple leaves, one-ounce gold bars. You can buy a quarter-ounce bars if you want to. But it's money. It's good to have something that you can turn to. You need to have it available. I don't recommend keeping product at home. Um, if, you know, loose lips sink ships, uh, it does happen. People tend to tell people, oh, I've got so much at home. Well, look to get robbed. Personally, I don't keep a nickel of gold or silver or diamonds in my house. It's not what I want to do. You want to put it in a safe depository. And at Guildhall, we have a depository that's safe, secure, segregated, allocated. We can title the bars to you. We're offering... If you want to open an account, you can open it as low as for 200 ounces of silver, 10 ounces of gold. You can get an account open. We're going to give you no storage fees to the end of the year, completely free. And our storage weight of 1.3% a year annual storage, which is covers the storage fee and insurance. Just insurance alone. Try to figure out what it costs to insure your jewelry, what to insure your gold chains or your wife's jewelry or your own jewelry it's incredible so to pay 1.3 percent is is an absolute steal you should be more than convinced at this point one eight seven seven eight silver on the real money show.com take that cash you have in the bank and buy physical buoyant it's quite simple it's good to have some some of your assets mm-hmm. obviously we're talking about moving some paper assets into some physical assets um, so we feel it's so important. You don't have to have all of it in gold and silver, but it certainly can protect your wealth. Paul's talked about how it can increase your wealth and and beat inflation over 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 a longer period of time. But I have to tell you, you know, we we allow clients to come and uh, audit their product, and it never ceases to amaze me that people who love bullion, they want to get into the market, they go they. They pay, mm-hmm. they change their fiat currencies or their equities into some physical bullion, and um, then they say, okay, I want to go visit the product. I'm thinking maybe I'll take it home, whatever the case may be. We set up the appointment. We go to the depository. Out comes the skid of all the bullion that they purchased, and they say, oh, you can there, is, it. there is no way I am <laughs> going to take that. Um, but they all want to have their picture taken with the bullion. Of course they do. <laughs> you know, they either want to, you know, you take 100-ounce bars, 100 of them, you know, 10,000 ounces. It's pretty impressive. They want to right? stand on it. They want to take the picture and put it on Facebook. Not a no. good idea. <laughs> um, but, you know, people check off their numbers. Yeah. And that's what they want to see. If they put a bar in, you know, we accept product from you. So if you give us, if you've got, 2,000 ounces of silver, and you don't want to keep it at home, you want to put it in the depository, you bring it to us or the depository, we'll put it in, secure. You want to put scratch your initials on it? Guess what? Those are the bars you're going to get back with your scratched initials on it. Mm-hmm. That's what we offer. Nobody out there is offering that and, type of service. And while where it is is discreet, if you, for whatever reason, don't like the idea of storing your bullion in Canada – we're we're getting a lot of clients who are trying to move their their assets and we're talking cash and mm-hmm. and equities and and wanting to buy bullion from the United States up in and store their physical bullion in Canada but if you don't like that idea there's also storing your bullion in Singapore and we can we wow. do have a vault there that we can accommodate for clients as well so there's uh it it's really good to know that your product's secure and even more than that it's nice to know that when the time comes when the market's done a, done moved up phenomenally if gold's trading at 5000 silver's trading well above $50 an ounce we believe triple digits that you're not going to have to Go somewhere, safety deposit box, your basement, pick up 300 pounds, whatever you're storing of bullion, put it in your car, drive it to some bullion dealer, lug it in. Hopefully you've got an armed guard with you at that time and a wheelbarrow and then go about doing the process. No, we make it easy. You just pick up the phone. You call us. We get your authorization. We sell your bullion. You get the cash the next day. We're not going to hold you up. This is a, we we aim to make this as easy as possible and secure as possible. Well, this is an example today. Somebody had with us um, ten one hundred ounce bars. They're n- numbered, um, and they need the money. Um, I sold off the bars today. They can have their check tomorrow. Um, and they're happy. They didn't have to lug 70 mm-hmm. pounds to my office 
wait for us to say, well, we don't know where this came from. We know where it came from. We've got the bar numbers. It was in our depository. Tomorrow they can have their check. That's a beautiful way to go. One eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show.com to start investing as well. The secrets of wealth preservation, silver, gold, and natural fancy diamonds. This seminar is happening Saturday, September 6, 11 to 1 p.m. Supreme Luxury Event Theater. That is 8311 Weston Road in Woodbridge. Doors open at 1045. Register soon. Space is limited. And more of the real money show. The number to start investing one eight seven seven eight silver online. The real money show.com. Register as well for secrets of wealth preservation, silver, gold, and natural fancy colored diamonds. This is happening on September 6th. That is a Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. The place Supreme Luxury Event Theater, 8311 Weston Road in Woodbridge. Doors will open at 1045. Register soon. Guys, love the natural diamonds. Love natural colored diamonds. What do you got? It's a great market to be a part of. It's it's even greater to see what it can do for people, what it in terms of the value it creates, in terms of the appreciation it has. Most people buying colored diamonds are, are looking for a couple things. They really want a place that's safe for their for their money. They're looking for something that will show them a very good return over a longer period of time. It's not a it's not a fast trading market. What they love about it is that they don't have to think about it. And I think that comes from a little bit of knowledge of knowing what the market's about. Mm-hmm. And what it is about is about complete rarity. Just like you'd buy a very rare wine or um, a work from a particular uh, successful artist, these are the type of markets that continue to move up no matter what because there's only so many diamonds, uh, colored diamonds out there. In fact, I was talking with Darren. He was he was talking to a particular company that they were estimating that red diamonds, that there's less than 100 of them actually in the world. Now, that's red diamonds. You move down to something like champagne or caramel, whatever the color, whatever the chocolate, cognac, whatever the food they're calling. One food. uh, It's not exactly. It's not exactly what they call investment grade. Okay. But the other thing that's wonderful about diamonds that I see day to day is that we all love spending money, but we all want to know it's going to do something for us. I, I remember, you know, going to university, you buy. You buy a futon from Ikea, and you know it's only going to last a couple of years. That's why you buy it. Mm-hmm. And eventually you graduate to, I'm going to buy something that I'm going to keep for 10 years. And you might even go as far as to, to really spend some money on furniture that you are going to just keep forever. And when it comes to diamonds, very similar. People, White is an aesthetic. You might like whites all on its own. But what we find time and time again is 15, 20, 30 years down the line, that white diamond You'll, you will be lucky to get what you paid for it. It just doesn't appreciate. Right. Whereas colored diamonds, because of the rarity, if you're buying quality, of course, that comes uh, without question, these diamonds can move up anywhere from 8% a year to 35% a year. Well, the interesting thing is I'm, I'm looking at some things with hard assets. Um, Nicholas Cage, actually, the actor, had a comic book that sold... You know, for a million and change, whatever it was, it was the uh, Superman one, two thousand eleven. Yeah. They just the Superman, the first edition, mm-hmm. uh, which was ten cent copy, is just gone into auction for two point sixteen million. Yep, um, and that's because it's a one of a kind. It's Action a Comics number one. You yeah. know, when we talk about natural fancy colored diamonds, for example, people don't understand how rare these diamonds are. For example, blues, blue, uh, internally flawless as as one example, is very, very, very rare diamond, but you just don't see them. For every 112 Picassos, now Picassos are pretty rare, that go into auction at Sotheby's and Christie's, there's only one blue diamond. The next category, in actual fact, is pink diamonds. Now, we look back at the auction prices, that's how we know where the rarity is coming from, who's buying them, and what sets the prices. They're fetching at auction right now twenty, thirty, forty million dollars wow. for diamonds that are basically are heirlooms. They were bought by the wealthy, you know, forty, fifty years ago, and are, are fetching at auction ridiculous prices right now. But it sets the table for smaller diamonds that are investment grade. And I have to tell you about investment grade. An investment grade diamond is a special diamond. For example, yellows we sell. Mostly internally flawless as well as VS2 in vivids. Uh, those diamonds we buy purely, first of all, on color. 
color is the most important thing where the diamond is even saturated with color the the scintillation and fire and color that comes off of the diamond is incredible um, that's where the next category comes in is the cut there's certain cuts of diamonds that bring out this uh, illumination of light the third thing is the carrot weight so we we look for diamonds yellows over a carrot pinks which are very rare from the argyle mine normally a minimum of a quarter of a carrot and the other important factor is clarity now clarity means on the yellows as much as possible we go for internally flawless it doesn't mean a vs2 or a vvs1 is a bad stone it's purely on color and the vs stones in actual fact are going up just as much as the internally flawless in the vivid. because in the vivid because there's no product out there we have more internally flawless vivid stones up than probably anybody in the world right now. Then we go into Argyle pinks. Now, the Argyle mine produces 90% of the world's pink diamonds. In reality, it's one-tenth of 1% of the Argyle's production is pink. So most of the stones they produce are white diamonds, brown diamonds, which now are made into cognac, chocolate, and any other flavor of the week. But they're not an investment grade. Most of the diamonds they produce are for industrial, for drilling and cutting other diamonds. So the Argyle pinks, we do a quarter of a carat. We only handle VS2 or VS quality, VS1, VS2 in the Argyle pinks because those are the investment diamonds that go up. They're increasing in value as much as 35% a year. Blue diamonds are doubling every two years, and red diamonds, if you can find a red diamond, are virtually doubling every year in price. Now, we start on our website, a yellow diamond, a one carat, a 101, we can get you in for just under $10,000 today. Wow. Um, an incredible diamond, internally flawless. We also have other diamonds where we go fancy, intense, and vivid. Um, it's what you buy. It's like real estate. It's location, location, location. You want to spend a little bit more, you're going to get a bigger return. One eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show dot com. Jeremy, I was um, out for for dinner with uh, some friends, and they were telling me a story about uh, the painter Tom Thompson and his great granddaughter. I believe she sold off the last of the family's paintings. Obviously, they'd given a lot away to. To the, to the museums and galleries, et cetera. But she sold off the last painting that the family actually owned for $800,000 plus in the 80s. Now, it would go without saying that that painting would be worth a significant amount more today. Yeah. But that money, what it meant to his great-granddaughter in the 80s, she needed it, whether it was to pay a mortgage or keep her going I don't, maybe she was lazy. I, I don't know what it, what it was. But the point being is that that painting, which had already gone up so much in, in value and beat inflation and, and uh, turned around and ended up protecting the family wealth in, in effect. And that is so much what diamonds are all about. It's about knowing that if you buy a quality diamond for 10000 or or $100,000, that in 15, 20, 30 years that diamond will move up exponentially in value. We've seen it. I mean, we, we can't tell you what we pay, but we see it all the time. Just before the show started, we were talking about what we paid for a vivid diamond just four or five years ago and what we're paying for a vivid yellow today. And it's unbelievable. So what it can do for your own wealth or what it can do for your family's wealth is unbelievable as well. So all we're trying to do is say, encourage people to look at that market, see what colored diamonds are all about and the spectrum of wealth that that can create. We'll take a short break. The number to start investing, as you know, one eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show.com secrets of wealth, preservation, silver, gold, and natural fancy diamond seminar is happening Saturday, September 6th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. The place will be the Supreme luxury event venue, 8311 Weston road in woodbridge doors open 10 45 so register early and make sure you get a space more on the real money show one eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show.com we're talking natural fancy colored diamonds love this stuff paul tell me a story tell me a story paul well it's not so much a story john um you know if people are out there and they're listening to the show and if they're in the stock market and they've got some dogs in their portfolio mm -hmm. and everybody's got some dogs Big in their dog. portfolio just not making you any money 
why don't you take the money and put it into a hard asset like a natural fancy color diamond? If you're looking to retire, whether it's 10, 15, 20 years down the road, or you're putting your kids through university, this is a great opportunity. You know, we have several customers that come in, they have kids, you know, four or five years old. They know by the time they get to 18, they're going to have to come up with a chunk of change to put their kids through schooling. Mm-hmm. We had one case similar, which is actually customer has got twin twin boys and wanted to put something aside for his kids that when they go to school it's going to go up in value so he bought two intense diamonds both the same size one was a 130 one was a 129 similar price but that type of stone that's a $25,000 stone in 10 to 15 years could easily be worth $75,000 each and that's the prices that we're seeing in this marketplace I've got customers that you know, buy diamonds in the actual fact when they first started off, they've upgraded to bigger diamonds because they can. we offer appraisals that we give our clients when they purchase a diamond. It's an independent appraisal. We also give them a GIA, which is a Gemology Institute of America. That's the certification of the diamond. But that appraisal is important. It's a replacement value. And every year we try to update those appraisals and give them to our clients. And they are amazed how much these diamonds increase in value. So if someone's purchased a diamond for $30,000 and they see in three years that it's now worth $45,000, they say to themselves, what is a diamond that I'm going to pay for 100000 What am I going to get in 10 years' time for that diamond or 20 years? And they're looking after their future. They're looking after their wealth. They're looking after their inheritance for their kids. You know, do they want to give their kids cash? Do they want to give them something that they can put aside and it can be a family heirloom, like Jeremy said about the last of the oil paintings that went for a lot of money? It's a great, great way to protect your wealth and look after your kids or your own retirement. And and I said it earlier, and look, white diamonds have an aesthetic all their own, and if you wanted to make a white diamond an investment diamond, You'd have to meet some very specific quality standards um, and also it would have to be quite large. But what I love about colored diamonds, and I see it all the time, is you can make a – I don't want to call it a frivolous per- purchase, but mm-hmm. people spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars 20000 on jewelry all the time that – in 15, 20 years, 30 years, might not be worth what you you hoped it would be. Whereas with a colored diamond, you're not only expressing individuality because there's only so many people out there who have them or still even understand it. It's very much a club. I've I've seen the club. I know the club. And when you run into someone who also has a colored diamond, there's, there's almost a secret handshake. But you're expressing individuality. And beyond that, it's the, the, it's nice to know that if you had to sell it in 15 years, 20 years, um, if that that has moved up so much in, in, in value and in price. So it, you're getting these extra benefits out of buying something, which in most people, they're buying something to as a gift for an anniversary or engagement or birthday. And it's nice to know, hey, this is going to be worth something down the road as well. So you can give us a call. We'll show you what the market's all about. We can show you some loose diamonds. We also do jewelry. We have a wealth we, to wear. Absolutely, mm-hmm. we have a designer who can make anything, and he's designed some wonderful stuff for some big jewelry companies as well. And it's nice to get that that personal service when you design your own ring. You don't have to just walk into a retail store and hope yeah. for the best. We don't offer the diamond and you plonk it into a setting. We pick out the setting, you pick out the diamond, the diamond normally picks you out to start Mm -hmm. off with. But once you've got that diamond, we're going to take you through the whole process of what you like. We're going to show you different styles and settings and you pick something that you really, really want, and that's done at purely wholesale. We're not in the business of making jewelry. We're in the business of selling diamonds. So when you buy the setting, you're getting this, you know, this, it at an unbelievable price. And the way I look at a, a setting for a diamond mm-hmm. is if you've got a house and you decided to put in a new kitchen or a new bathroom, that ups the price of that house. That's what happens when you take that diamond and you put it into a beautiful setting and you're paying cost for that setting, not retail, 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 like you would pay in a fancy store that's got to pay $300 a square foot. We don't have that problem. We're bringing to you the best quality diamonds. And Nicole, uh, who is my daughter, and I'm very proud to the fact that she's a, 
as a GIA uh, graduate, uh, alumni. She's a diamond grading expert. She looks at every diamond we purchase. She takes our clients through what type of setting they should have according to their hands, their hand shape. You know, you're not going to wow. put, you know, a little tiny diamond on somebody that has big fingers, and you're not going to put. Well, it's not so bad to put a 10-carat on someone who's got a small thing, but that's a money situation. <laughs> but what we do is we take you through the whole concept. Every customer comes out happy, and that's the most important. We like to get our arms around it. We like the customer to have that warm and fuzzy feeling when they leave, that they realize that they've made a great deal, and they've made a great deal for their future and their kids' futures. So grab a diamond, a nice uh, combination. Jeremy would be that, and open up an account as well for some uh, for some bullion, right? Yeah, we we help people own physical bullion and keep it in their possession, where they can have their serial numbers, audit their bars, uh, be able to sell on a phone call very easily, and also get that market assistance. A lot of people mm-hmm. want to do it themselves, save a little bit of money, perhaps. But are you going to save money at the end of the day when it comes time to sell? We've seen this market move very quickly. Everyone saunters in at their own speed you know they want to join the dance floor uh, when they're ready but when the fire alarm goes off everyone's running to the exits all at the same time you might be at you know uh, uh, your your kids recital you might be graduating yourself you you know you might be at work you might be in a meeting you can't get away it's so important to be able to pick up that phone and and be able to liquidate your bullion so you want to learn more? The Secrets of Wealth Preservation Seminar, Silver, Gold, and Natural Fancy Diamonds, Saturday, September 6, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., Supreme Luxury Event Venue is where it's going to be. The address, 8311 Weston Road in Woodbridge. You want to register early while there's still space. The number to start investing is one eight seven seven eight silver and therealmoneyshow.com. We covered a lot today. We mm-hmm. covered inflation. We covered China demand. We covered mining supplies. We cover all of that in the Precious Metal Advisor. Please go to uh, therealmoneyshow.com. You can sign up there. You'll get the articles that we were talking about today. And uh, this uh, put a lot of work into it. It's worth a lot. And we'll send you the investor kit for free along with it. And the other thing is on the show, we can only give you so much information because there's a lot of information that we like to give every week. When you come to our seminar, there's a lot more information. It's like for us right now, we're giving you a recipe, but we're leaving out a couple of ingredients. So you need to come to the seminar, sit through it. It's an hour, hour and a half. We feed you. Um, we always put on a, you know, a good show, and you will learn a lot, and you will make a great, great investment for yourself, for your future, for your kids' future. This has been The Real Money Show.